1: Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of the one o'clock hour. This is Boyd Matheson on an extended version of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am the opinion editor at the Deseret News. Always great to be with you, and looking forward to a great week this week. Uh, obviously, we've been talking a lot today about the uh, horrific events over the weekend. And if you're just joining us, we have thrown out a 21-day challenge to President Trump and to leaders of both sides of the aisle and the vice president. Uh, 21 days. Take August. And you have 21 days. You know what the issues are. You know what the challenges are. And let's put something together that could be ready to roll, voted on, signed by the president before Labor Day. And no excuses. Um, we don't need a, We don't need a blue ribbon panel to take a year and study it. We, we don't need a, a gang of eight or a gang of 10 or a gang of 16 junior members in the house or the Senate to spend six months studying something and coming up with a thousand page bill that no one will read and no one will vote on. If it too often, we, we let leaders off the hook. The the leaders who are responsible for what gets put on the floor in the House and what gets put on the floor in the Senate are those four individuals, Nancy Pelosi, Kevin McCarthy in the House, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer in the Senate, and the vice president. That's five people. Put them in a room. You got 21 days. And then stand up in front of the American people. And if you can't get it done, explain yourself. All five of you, you can sit there at a press conference and explain why this cannot be done. Because the American people are tired of it. They're tired of the finger pointing, the backbiting, the sh- the shoulder shrugging. Not my job, not my fault. We're too divided as a country. Uh, it's just not true. And so leaders lead. And so that's the challenge to President Trump. Tap your vice president. Tap the leader of the House and the Senate. Both sides of the aisle, give them 21 days and let's see what happens. If they can't lead, then they should be moved aside and new leaders should step in for both the Democrats and the Republicans because it's time to lead. Because otherwise, all we're going to do is we are going to recycle political finger pointing and fundraising all the way through 2020. And into 2021 and in January of 2021, when either President Trump is sworn in for a second term or a Democrat is sworn in as the new president of the United States, we will not have any forward movement in terms of progress in dealing with violence in America, hate, mass shootings, mental health, guns, nothing's going to change between now and January 2021 if we don't demand that our leaders act, so it's time to act because otherwise we're going to end up with what we heard out of some of the democratic candidates for president, many of whom are looking for a little edge. They're, they're looking for something to raise some money on. They're looking for some social media moments and some opportunities in front of the, me, the mainstream media. Uh, and this is a lot of what we heard over the weekend. Uh, so first let's listen to uh, candidate Cory Booker, senator from New Jersey. Uh, who who took things on in a pretty big way on Sunday. He backtracked a little bit today, but here's what Cory Booker said Sunday morning.
0: I want to say with more moral clarity that Donald Trump is responsible for this. He's responsible because he is stoking uh, fears and hatred and bigotry. He is responsible because he's failing to condemn white supremacy and see it as it is, which is responsible for such a significant amount the terrorist attacks he's responsible because he is president of the united states and has failed to do anything significant to stop the mass availability of weapons to people who intend to do harm and lastly he's responsible because leaders take responsibility we are responsible for each other in this culture in this society and and our president in the highest moral position in the land should be taking responsibility in this painful, difficult moment and coming forward and telling us what he will do to address hate, to address white supremacy, to address the availability of guns, to address this mass violence. His talking about the cowardice of others uh, is more of a reflection of his failure to take responsibility and cowardice in a time that we need courageous leadership.
1: All right. Again, that's Cory Booker. Uh, and again, he he pivoted a little bit today uh, after he heard the president come out, president came out with four points that he believes need to be addressed uh, as it relates to to mental health to guns uh, talked about red flag laws talked about violent video games and and after that uh, Senator Booker uh, backpedaled a little bit and uh, while he still says hey the president has responsibility he's the leader of the free world if he's not putting out uh, messages that are, that are positive, uh, that are racist in any way that are white supremacist in any way. He's, he's got to be called out on that. I get that. That's fine. Um, but again, I think we, we gotta be careful. We gotta be careful that we don't just lump this all onto one person or one political party or one event. Uh, it's much, much more than that. And we, we have to learn to step back. We I always caution people about this instant certainty because instant certainty keeps us from the truth and instant certainty prevents us from moving forward. And so it's very easy to have that emotional swing and be certain of who's responsible for what and who we can yell at and who we can sue and who we can blame and so on. Uh, And that doesn't advance anything and it doesn't get us any closer to the truth or a solution that's actually sustainable and will make a difference for the American people. Uh, I'm going to share one more, and I think we're going to stop at this. Uh, this is a former uh, Vice President Joe Biden, uh, and what he had to say in the wake of the shootings over the weekend. I can say without fear or contradiction, enough is
0: enough. is Enough and has been enough for the past for the past five years. This is this is a sickness. This is uh, this is this is well beyond
1: anything that uh, we should be tolerated. All right. Now, the, the one thing that I, I did uh, like about uh, Joe Biden's statement, uh, one, enough is enough is enough, is accurate. <laughs> uh, but he calls it a sickness. Uh, he says it's, it's a sickness that is well beyond anything that should be tolerated in this country. And I, I agree with the former vice president on that. Uh, but again, who's responsible? Who did what, when, where and why? Uh, I don't think that's uh, chasing anything that's going to make a difference. Uh, We've used the analogy on this show before of, uh, you know, the person getting bit by the snake. And if you get bit by the snake, if you chase the snake, you're just making sure that venom gets more and more in your system. And so the challenge, the challenge for the presidential candidates on the Democratic side, the challenge for the president is, can you, really come together around a set of solutions which is why I'm calling for this group of of five people the five identifiable leaders as it relates to Congress and the vice president and let's get it done let's not that we're going to solve everything in a weekend but we can make some serious advancement why because People agree. We, uh, we just had Representative Brian King on the line, and, and he pointed out six or seven different areas where Republicans and Democrats have come together around all kinds of issues, around mental health and violent video games and red flag laws uh, for those that are struggling and so on. Uh, those are all doable things. Now, some of, some of them can and should be handled at the local level, not the federal level, Uh, locals always going to be better in a lot of these cases, especially around the mental health issues, the closer we are to the people, the better the solutions are going to be. Uh, But we, we've got to expect more out of our leaders, not less. We have to expect more. And sometimes it's a, it's a little disappointing that in order to get attention, you have to go on some kind of crazy rant or, you have to call the members of the opposing party or the president, uh, every name in the book so that you can gin up your base and get your people excited or angry or frustrated. Uh, I keep going back to this, uh, this quote of, you know, what would the founders have worried about most in today's politics? And it's that politicians today have lost sight of what their real job is. Too many politicians today believe their job is to arouse the emotions of the citizens. And a lot of politicians believe that. Their job is to get people angry and frustrated and motivated to go out to the polls or to make a donation to their campaign or to volunteer. That's not the job. The way the founders saw it, the job of the politician was not to arouse the emotion of the people, but to temper it and to guide it into a space where the conversation could be had. And so if we're, if we're looking for a way out and a way up for America, it's, it's not going to take any of the politics or the politicians. It's going to require some policy to be sure. It's going to take a lot of reflection on principles. And then it's going to be about people because it's always about people. And we should never get distracted that what we're really dealing with is people. And how do we create space for them to thrive and flourish? All right, that's going to wrap it up for the one o'clock hour. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Much more to come in our final hour.
0: Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon
1: on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything.
0: It was violent. It was